On today's episode of the Rugby Room Podcast, we've got a bit of a different episode for you guys. Just us today. No guest. Uh, me and Carter have been a bit bogged down in Smith terms and uh, papers and whatnot, but uh, we're here putting out a news segment for you guys. So we're going to start off, as we always do, a bit of North American Rugby League news. Maybe not as always do, but Rugby League news. And then we're going to move on to the Southern Hemisphere, talk about last week's Australia-New uh, Zealand game, this weekend's Australia-New Zealand game. And then we're going to talk a bit about uh, rugby in South Africa, Super Rugby Unlocked, what they're going on, last week's games, preview of this weekend. And uh, then we head to Europe. We're going to touch on all things European rugby, the Tri-Nations, or not Tri-Nations, Six Nations wrapping up, and uh, a bit about the the Premiership, what's going on there, and uh, Top 14, Pro 14, COVID a wrap. It's going to be a pretty informative episode for you guys, so make sure to tune in, and uh, we're going to yep. crush it. And as always, guys, the Rugby Room is brought to you and powered by the Canadian Misfits. Canadian Misfits are a non-profit sport organization with the goal of developing high-performance rugby players and you can find them on their website at canadamisfit7s.ca or check them out on their social media. Instagram and Twitter, Canada Misfit 7s, and on Facebook, Canada Misfit Rugby. And as always, guys, we have all these details in our show notes, so don't hesitate to, uh, to look there for any missed details. So guys, as you know, we recently developed a sponsorship with North American Muscle. And North American Muscle was established to provide a top-quality, cost-effective commercial and residential fitness equipment using material components and labor sourced exclusively in the USA and Canada. Um, and like we said, Danny and I have got a sneak peek at some of this equipment, and this stuff is awesome. It's well-built, all locally manufactured in Burlington, Ontario, by our former coach and good friend Paul Hahn. Not only has Paul been a huge part of Canadian rugby community, but he also has over 25-year experience in the metalwork industry and has founded North American Muscle to provide top-quality, cost-effective equipment um, in our time of need. Because like we said, Back and forth, Danny and I both missed a couple squat days, um, push days, and these racks are, are well fit, and they're gonna they're gonna help eliminate that. Absolutely, and man, this is, this equipment is extremely reliable and affordable with customizable options, which is awesome. It's gonna allow you to customize its color, put tags, writing, logos on your racks, and uh, it's gonna be perfect for your local rugby clubs, your home gyms, and with the lack of quality equipment going around, North American Muscle is a godsend for those looking for elitely made gym equipment all made right at home in Ontario. They have a plethora of different styles of racks, ranging in price for uh, whether you're looking for a rack to make up a missed squat session, like we said earlier, or looking for a power rack for a performance center. They got it all. On top of this, they're also providing a lifetime warranty on all frames and welds. And for a 10% discount on all equipment, use our promo code RUGBYROOM at checkout. That's promo code RUGBYROOM for 10% off at checkout. Uh, you can find North American Muscle at northamericanmuscle.ca. Uh, that is www.northamericanmuscle.ca. And, uh, and yeah, seriously, man. yeah, dude, seriously, this stuff is, it's quality stuff, guys. Like, we're not lying to you. Paul Hahn, class guy, um, obviously a class welder, 25 years. That's some, that's some experience, man. And you cannot knock a lifetime warranty on all the frames and welds. Yeah, and like we're, we're always saying, you know, this podcast, all we want to do is support the North American and Canadian rugby community, you know, so... This is a perfect partnership in our mind for that because Paul Han, he he speaks rugby in Ontario, man. Like if like if you played rugby with us in Ontario, you know Paul. And uh, and uh, yeah, please use our code. It's gonna help us out a lot. We're not making big box off it or anything. If anything, it's yeah. just gonna cover a couple costs for running the podcast. You know, we're both students. We're just uh, a little putting a bit of might, pocket might change even, towards this. Might, yeah, might even cover costs for Dan and I to get our own racks for our own garages or our own. Uh, our own student house gyms for us and our roommates, dude. Because 
seriously, I want one of these things, man. I'm already, I'm re- going to be reaching out to Paul and, and, uh, and seeing what we can do, man. Cause these things are sick and I'd love to throw one in my garage. I can tell you that. All right. Let's, uh, go over to No, uh, no guests today. Been, uh, been a busy week for the boys. Yeah. Been cracking at some midterms, some quizzes, some papers. Your trifecta. Man. Shit's catching up, man. School is busy. Absolutely. But uh, just enough time to put together a quick news segment for you guys. Run through everything you're expecting to hear for this weekend. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is a bit of a, a nice break for us. So we're happy to be here. For sure. Alrighty. So let's start off. Let's. Uh, Let's start with the Toronto Wolfpack, man. Like I always like to get the vet, you know, I like to get the veggies out of the way first, the the tough news out the way yep. first. <clears throat> yeah, seriously. Um, so yeah, a couple weeks ago we had on Liam K, who was a uh, one of the the first player to be signed by the Toronto Wolfpack. That's a rugby league team. Yeah. And uh, we're chatting to him, and at at that time of that interview, uh, the Wolfpack were facing a decision of whether or not they're going to be allowed to stay in the Super League, which is the top rugby league league. <laughs> <laughs> and uh unfortunately we just got news this week that uh the super league um is not going to allow the wolfpack back into the league which is tough very tough for expansion in uh <clears throat> north america um not only i saw he released something on twitter even instagram uh vouching kind of his opinion his views on it um just saying how definitely there's a demand and a place for it in toronto in north america um and how he vouches and, and thinks that North America and, and even Canada should look into developing their own league or starting their own league because, um, I mean, he was playing here for three years and you saw how much the fans loved it, what it kind of brought to Toronto and even the country. So he's all for it. He's an advocate for rugby league in, in Canada. So they, they was pretty bummed out about that. And I guess he's going to be uh, not just on loan at Wakefield, but probably looking to stay or looking for contract elsewhere. I think the rest of those – Arrows boys, or not Arrows boys, uh, Wolfpack boys, which is uh, which is pretty tough, man, pretty tricky. But I mean, what do you do? Yeah, and it's like I like we don't even know like what's next for them. Like I don't know what they're gonna do to be honest. And they, there hasn't been any news yet because it's been so recent that uh, they weren't allowed back in. But no, it's and everyone's pissed about it. Like everyone who's played with them, I'm seeing they're putting on their social media, same as Liam. Like they're like, man, like this is the biggest missed opportunity for for the rugby league because i mean like we're saying like we got a huge huge market you know here in north america we, we yeah. love we love we got a huge rugby fan base building and it's only getting bigger every year and uh, those toronto wolfpack games what i understand were quite a party so yeah. it's gonna be upsetting if we don't get to see a couple more of those but yeah. fingers crossed they figure it out and yeah we'll, we'll keep you guys tuned on to how that develops for sure yeah i assume they'll probably just drop down to the tier two or that second league uh, that they were in before, hopefully at least, right? There's um, no chance we want that team folding, yeah. man. Like we said, they were competing pretty hard for market share in Toronto for professional sports. So um, I, I at least think they deserve a chance to yeah. to stay there. And for they're sure, filling man. stadiums. That's what I'm saying. They're dude. filling. They're, yeah, they're filling their stadium. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not sure what's quite happening. Because I know they had they had new management this year, or they're supposed to. They're fi- filing to rejoin the league under new management, as I understand, and. 
So I'm not really quite sure what's what's next for them, but yeah, we'll definitely uh, keep you guys on. And because like yeah, and they just voted in the Super League board, just voted in uh, an, a twelfth team to replace the Wolfpacks. And why, I'm like, why? I'm sure there's politics behind it, but like, yeah, why? Why not just give them a shot if you need that twelfth team anyway? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, exactly. I don't know. Whatever. It's tough, man. We, we'll be salty about it. <laughs> For, sure. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, to Union. But uh, yes, sir. Yeah. Let's uh, down south. Let's start down south, like yeah. we always do. Yeah. Yeah. Tri nation in the southern hemisphere. For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, this is almost like last week's pod. New Zealand smoking the Aussies again. <laughs> yeah. What's gonna happen this weekend? Holy smokes! Oh, I don't know. I've not put my money on uh, the Aussies. I'll tell you that. I'm sure. You, I'm sure you'd be able to make some if they ended up pulling something off. But yeah, New Zealand ran over yeah. Australia pretty good again, forty-five to five. Um, it mm-hmm. just it was a, it was a good test. I watched a good chunk of it. Um, actually, obviously replayed. It wasn't up. What didn't get up wasn't still up. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a bit of an, like we talked about inexperienced side and some pretty pretty vital or crucial positions for Australia. So that does make it tough, but, uh, and, and the New Zealand, man, they just, when you, when you screw up, they're just going to capitalize on your turnovers and your mistakes. And they did that. It was, uh, wasn't too offensive a game. I think there was definitely stouts of, of, uh, New Zealand excellence. You saw that little chip from Moanga or was it? Oh, it was Bodie. I think to, to, uh, Bo- from Bodie from to Bodie Moanga. To uh, well, it was pretty yeah. gross. Um, Bodie, uh, no, Mawanga got two that game. He got a double yeah. score, but down two down. Double. So that was uh, good. Good to see him getting uh, some tries. I mean, you know, Codger he set up a lot of them. Yeah. So yeah, get some credit for him for awesome. sure. And then yeah, and that was you. Yeah, and then the other Barrett also had an unreal score. Uh, Jordan, Jordy yeah. Barrett. Yeah, that that he had a nice little. You're long seeing range. that meme everywhere of him diving. You probably seen that all over social media. Oh it's, yeah, it's hilarious diving into that try. So yeah, that was. <laughs> That was good. And they go up again this weekend. So that's fourth test now in a row. So, I mean, and there's some new rosters, man. That's going to happen uh, Saturday morning. Another early one, obviously. Um, the time difference, yeah, but uh, they, 345 instead of 445. But um, some new rosters. Yeah, they've got quite quite a, like a big, big shuffle up in the rosters. I think New Zealand's like, all right, we're just going to. Yeah. Some big ones for Australia. We're try some stuff out here. Yeah. Big one for Australia first would have been. Um, Reese Hodge is going to 10 now. Noel, uh, Lucio or whatever, I guess didn't, uh, didn't impress the coaching staff too much to, to book that 10 Jersey again <laughs> this week, but I don't know. I don't know th- how much experience Hoggy has in that or Hodge has in that, uh, in that 10 Jersey. So I guess we'll see if there's a good run in or what, but, uh, that's yeah, gonna be like, I didn't think Lucio was like Lucio. He scored a try. He scored. Yeah, was it? They're low Australia's. Try. Their only try, he he's, he picked it up off the, whatever the offload, yeah, and or not even offload. He the what's his name popped it up to him and he ran it in. So it's cool, like you score in your debut, and I didn't think he played like that poorly. Yeah, uh, to be honest, I wasn't like like watching him like intently, but like yeah, I don't know. I guess when you get slapped forty five to five, you're gonna change some stuff around in your roster. Yeah, they got they'll the, be trying new things. Third time in a row. with those first receivers yeah. out tomorrow and and Foley, so. I mean, we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, they're not Nick nine. Hooper's still captaining them. Everything else looks pretty similar. Shout out to James Slipper, their uh, their prop, his hundredth uh, test cap, I believe. Yeah, hundredth yeah, test will be against the All Blacks. It's uh, it's always that's a big accomplishment too. Yeah, another 100. milestone. Another guy joining the Century yeah. Club. That's huge. Mm-hmm. But then New Zealand man, they really shook things up this weekend. 
um, I don't know, wrestling guys oh, yeah. prepping for the rest of Tri Nations. But uh, in the pack, Riku Yuani, um, Riku Yuani's brother, is very different. He's making his first cap. Another Blues boy, uh, making his first cap at six. Um, yeah, and then you got TJ Perrin taking that nine Akira, jersey Iwani, yeah. over uh, over Aaron Smith. Bodie hops back to ten, which would be sick to see. He hasn't played ten in in oh yeah, and uh, wild, he's pairing up with Jordan and Jordy Barrett at fifteen. So they're yeah, gonna have the ten fifteen pair, which is pretty sick to see. Um, Barrett duo, that's awesome. I love Bodie at ten. I'm actually gonna excited to see that. Like I think we've forgotten, yeah, because Moanga is unbelievable too. Yeah. But Bodie's also pretty unbelievable. Different X Factor, so man. Different different ten, so it's gonna be cool to see for sure. And Absolutely. then Lamape, the Hurricanes boy, hops in at twelve for his first start in a while. A couple years I'd say even. Um Leonard Brown at thirteen. Sivu Reese hops back on the wing. Um with Will Jordan as oh no, not Will Jordan's off the bench. Um but yeah, Rico goes back to the wing after playing thirteen for a lot this last little while. So some interesting changes. And no Caleb Clark, eh? No Caleb Clark. Is could be rest. Man, is that could have taken a dang? You never know. Man, the back three is, competition yeah. they have is absolutely insane. Oh, dude! Like, well, they're replacing him with Rico Iwani. Yeah, and Sevu Reese. Yeah, like class two <laughs> World not, Cup wingers. It's yeah, I know. It's absolutely, nice. like it's insane. I think, um, yeah. it's just fun. It's like his. It would be this would have been his what third international test for Caleb Clark on the All Blacks. This would have been his third, third international yeah. start. Yeah, his start. But it's like he's he's already getting like. Oh, we got to rest him treatment. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, very new backline. Leonard Brown still at thirteen, all reliable though. Yeah, that's a shout out there. And I think he's is Leonard Brown the only consistent back that's the same. Mm, yeah, in terms of switching up, I mean, Jordy was on the wing last week, but yeah, in terms of the same position, I think yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, the 13, that's a tough position, right? Like, uh, yeah. I mean, very key defensive to p- position. So I guess it kind of makes Huge, sense to man. keep someone. A lot of reading. Keep someone sure. similar. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. So that's our. Uh, Prep for that. That's our Australia game. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying All Blacks still put up 40. But uh, yeah, I, I think know? I think they win by 20. I think they'll tighten it a bit. Or they might even fucking clean them out, dude. I don't know. It's hard to predict. Like, that's a strong line. Know, well, a lot like, of fresh guys in it for New Zealand. Yeah, I think they're going to come out firing. I just Wallabies, they're just they've got a wounded pride. That's a different place to play from than yeah. like I don't know. In Australia though, just, at Suncorp, so there's been an advantage for those boys. That's true. That's true. So we'll see. Let's hope it's a good game. I'm I'm hoping for a good game. Yeah, 100%. Or one, well, I mean there's another big international test, but your uh your sole kind of tri nations and big test um this weekend other than Uruguay and Spain. Also uh Yeah. Also going down this weekend, which is uh, which is pretty sweet, especially seeing two Arrows boys name the squad for Uruguay. I haven't seen That's much on of this Friday. squad. Is it Friday? Yeah, it's tomorrow. Right on. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, tomorrow. You guys will be, when this comes out, you'll be listening you'll, to uh, it. Yeah. It'll be because that game was going to be at five o'clock Eastern time. So yeah. if you want to catch on, you know, that, I think what that's a game on? that you throw on on the on the TV while you cook dinner. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you just have it going on in the background. You don't necessarily need to pay attention. But shout out, we got a couple of Irish boys on there though. Yeah, fullback Gashamirs. He's starting at fullback, and then eight man Manuel Diana. I'm sure the Irish boys will shout us on us know for pronouncing these wrong because we don't want to shout a uh, yeah. a local Toronto boy, not local Toronto boy, but a. Uh, and Arrows boys name wrong, but uh, yeah, man, big shout for those guys. That's huge. You've seen those guys playing internationally. Um, 
Definitely yeah. pretty sick. So. so you know what? Actually, dust what I said about a background TV game. Sit down and watch this one. Support the boys. Um, yeah, it's always gonna be a fun game. International rugby is fun rugby. Period. Yeah. So, for sure. Yeah. What else? Southern Hemisphere. Anyway. Yeah. So let's continue on. To, uh, I guess we let's run to South Africa. Yeah. Right. Big so news. before we get to super. Yeah, before we get to Super Rugby Unlocked, South Africa Rugby has committed to the Rugby Championship until uh, 2020, 2030, 2020, 2030. So, 10 years, yeah. Another 10 years, yeah. That's big, man. And, I think uh, it's where they belong. Oh, man, like, it's no secret, you know, that South Africa wants to play New Zealand as much as they can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and New Zealand wants to play South Africa as much as they can, and Australia and Argentina. Like, those are, that's such a high quality of rugby that, like, if they were to miss out on that, that would be a, a serious disadvantage, like yeah. going into the next World Cup. Al- although there so. still is those rumors that they were hoping to join the Six Nations, but which would also be class, yeah. good for those Northern Hemisphere teams. But I mean, um, I don't know the difficulty to travel or what it would be. But uh, yeah, I mean, either way, yeah, it's to see them anywhere. I was reading about it, and some people were thinking, you know, because that they declared that they would be joining Rugby Championship, that it might like put a end to the Six Nations rumors. Yeah. But uh, this article I was reading was saying, like, no, like, like South Africa rugby is on the top of the world right now. They want to get their foot in both the Southern Hemisphere yeah, and the Northern Hemisphere, play as much high-quality rugby. And the thing – And, like, yeah. They're... The thing about it, too, though, I was thinking, is for your, your Southern Hemisphere teams, a lot of their test rugby is formatted in, like, a in like a two- to three-test series, you know what I mean? And even, like, Tri-Nations mm. and, and the Rugby Championship, they all play each other at least twice to declare victory in those-style tournaments. Whereas if they joined yeah. a format like Six Nations, it's different because you play each team once, and it comes down to points for, points against, and, and points, if you're picking up bonus points and shit. So that would be the only kind of cool thing. If you slip up in a game... You know what I mean? You can throw your mm. well. You're not winning the Grand Slam, or if you if you slip up, you can you can lose your shot at winning the Six Nations. I mean, that's why I think it'd be a different kind of style for New Zealand, South Africa, those Australia, even those those guys that are used to playing in in Test series when it's like oh, and it's on aggregate and shit. You know what I mean? Like if they lose mm-hmm. a game, you can still slap the next two on aggregate or whatever. So I don't know that that format kind of intrigues me. So that'd be pretty interesting to see. But but either way, I think they're it's... in the championship now till 2030. So. Yeah, and I like. I think a good argument for the Six Nations too is it's going to be a money maker, man. Like the oh, yeah. so much money goes between those inter hemisphere games, like New Zealand, England, whatever, South Africa, England, South Africa, Wales, like whatever it may be. It's like, and they want to pump as much money as they can into it because yeah. I mean, like it's kind of like the Six Nations is a cool like you know European contest. It's cool to see like the inter European rivalries. But throwing like a, a Southern Hemisphere team team in that mix, and it's gonna be awesome. Like that'd be. Su- Could you imagine just watching England against South Africa, competing for the freaking like Six Nations like Title, cup? Yeah. Like that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be unreal. But uh, yeah, domestically, so that's, uh, that's South Africa. Yeah, Super Rugby unlocked. Yep, um, roundup. Yeah, I'll go over the first two games from last week, and you're gonna have to go over one of them because I can't. I don't think I can actually say it. Yeah, um, you don't want to talk about it then. I don't want to talk about it, so you're going to have to talk about it. Okay, so Friday, uh, we had Lions beat the Grinquas 61-31. to Low defensive affair, Lions put up 61. Like we said last week, those are the bottom two ranked teams. Uh, Lions got their first win. Grinquas stay 0-3. I mean, it was exciting rugby. It's 61-31, to so high scoring. Yeah, but, lots I mean, of the tries. Stakes, yeah, 
Stakes not really there, but fun game nonetheless. And uh, then Saturday, Conquest, yeah. Tough. Sad Conquest. Tough. Hate to see it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, we also had the Sharks win 42 to 19 over the Pumas. And uh, I'm going to put my hand up and say I predicted that one poorly last week. Um, yeah. No, I, yeah. Did you take the Pumas? What did you do? Sharks look strong. Did you take the Pumas? I just, th- I, I, I had the Pumas. Did I you? thought they were going to clutch out at home. Yeah. Win their first, not their first, but win, win like it. Their I think their second game. Yeah. And uh, tough. But no, the sharks. Sharks look strong. Like, yeah. No, nothing else to say there. Bye. I can't say the next one. Also on Saturday, oh. Danny Stormers getting slapped by the Bulls. Um, and kind of like we predicted, um, well, I got slapped thirty-nine to six. So held off the scoreboard other than other than two penalties. Um, but like we said. With Siakalisi now playing, um, Yaku Kotsi, uh, is it? Is going to have to step up, right? Because, um, yeah. Dwayne Vermeulen, is how you say it? Yep, Dwayne Vermeulen. Yeah, Vermeulen had a game, went off, and he was just, like you said, probably too much to handle. Um, he was a beast. So, I mean, yeah, just this class. So, that's that's tough for you to see, Danny, obviously. But, uh, I mean, you kind of predicted yeah. it. You did, you did say that. Um, Yaku Kotsi had to have a big game, was- and he... And he I don't know if he necessarily didn't play too too well, but I mean, it's just I think it was just a mix in that game. Like he was just he had no help. It was just him and uh, like him alone and versus Dwayne Vermeulen and uh, the rest of the Bills back row. Yeah. But that it didn't like no like the everyone off his bench had like I, I don't know maybe a couple minutes of Super Rugby minutes experience you know on top I mean? of like, that yeah which is experience crazy. yeah. So it it was. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to be like, oh, like that's why they lost. Like the Bulls yeah, I know. beat I'm, them thirty nine to six. I'm always the same when I'm when I'm backing the boys and trying yeah. to make excuses. I hear you. <laughs> that's jokes. But I mean, if if I'm gonna make an excuse, uh, they actually had to call the game a little early. I saw that, dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. That so was, that was why. That was like that was why they they could have come back. In the I, last was it late? Four th- minutes. Or yeah. I th- I thought it was just because they they thought something was uh was was brewing. I know they're after saying like we got to we got to hurry off and scurried them off pretty quick. Um, I didn't. I didn't know if it, it would actually was lightning or just something coming in. But they did show after, and there was quite, there was quite a uh, quite a storm. So we got called about like sixty eighth minute, but it was it was over, mate. I mean, I, we did see quite the comeback in twenty minutes a couple weeks ago. But I don't know about I don't know about twelve. <laughs> and what was that? They were uh, they were yeah. down. Well, I mean, it's the, we were also against the Bulls and not the yeah. It was the the pumas that we the stormers stormers last week came back big against the pumas oh, it was last week, wasn't it? yeah um yeah, and it was the stormers too so you know we're they, i guess they they're known for it, it. they could have the, whatever i'll give you that they're known for it they could have done it but it, it's the bull like the bulls were slapping them I, i'll put my hand up yeah. they were getting slapped yeah um but yeah no like what do you do i mean hopefully come back strong bulls are favored to win the championship right now yeah. or at least the super rugby unlocked um next with the cheetahs but we'll get into more of that and uh, yeah, no, Dwayne Vermeulen looking absolutely Class. on fire right now, dude. Yeah, good for the Bulls. Holy smokes! Yeah. And then uh, yeah, Cheetahs on the bye last week, and also on on follow up with the Cheetahs, their uh, match could not be rescheduled. They had a, a couple weeks ago, I think two weeks ago, they had a match versus the Lions that got postponed due to some COVID tests on the Lions team. Mm-hmm. Couldn't reschedule it, so both of them took two points, um, and the draw. And now this raises the problem because cheetahs are the, the right now like the runners up to contend with the bulls for first place. 
And if the Bulls win by two points, it's going to be a shit show. Yeah. Because they have a general, like they have a genuine grievance with the league that like you guys took away a game from us and we lost by two points. Yeah, that's shit. You know what I mean? Like it's like, yeah. Because like if they would, they would have got four points if they won, right? So like if it was a two, you know what I mean? So it was. And then on the same note, if they win by two points, it's like they were given two points. They could have lost that game. Right. Like how do you? So it's like it's just shitty. It sucks. It just sucks. But I mean, they're not gonna. They can't focus on that right now. But yeah. Yeah, Cheetah's looking strong um, going forward. Yeah. I think they're they're in second right now. But. And they're also playing this weekend, Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern. They're playing the Sharks, who are also two or have two wins. Um, so that's a big test. Um, yeah, they, they've let to, yet to lose a game with that draw, um, though they've only played two games. So, yeah, what's the – any watch list for that game, Danny? Yeah, so uh, I, with this game, Cheetahs. I'm like, like I said, like last week, the Cheetahs have lost a couple of star players since they've last played. They haven't played in two weeks, and they've lost a bunch of players since their last game, where they looked really strong. But in this game, look out for a big forward battle. Um, and the Sharks' head coach, he's even he's uh, seen this coming, and he's put six forward on his forwards on his bench to two backs. So you only get eight subs. Yeah. He's got six forwards. Some guys backs. some guys run that six and two though, man. You see that sometimes. More coverage in the front. Yeah. It can't hurt, especially if you run a very pack oriented offense. Um I mean, those guys it's just, are working hard. All so. it means is you have to have backs that can play a couple different positions. Hundred percent. Yeah, you back think, through and scramble. I think they do. Yeah. It's usually a nine you'll yeah. have a nine sub always. And then it'll be like a center, someone that can or center or something to cover the back. Someone that as can well. play fly half because normally your 15 can play fly exactly half, so you can push a winger 15 yeah so it'll it should it should be fine it's just uh yeah so look out for big big four battle sharks are going to be missing their captain uh lucanio m who's their number 13 uh also the spring box number 13 um he hurt his hand last week he's gonna be out for four weeks so he's oh, probably shit. not gonna be able to finish the Jeez. super on rugby unlocked leg of the competition that's tough um so yeah so uh flanker henko venter is going to captain the sharks uh in his stead and uh yeah so that game's going to be on friday at 12 p.m eastern time um yeah it's going to be a good one sharks are two wins one loss cheetahs have two wins a draw technically undefeated but I'm, for that game, that's gonna be. I think if I would watch that game, if you're gonna watch a Super Rugby Unlocked game, this week that'll be a good one. That's gonna be if Cheetahs want a chance to win this competition, they're gonna have to win, well, basically all their games. But this one is gonna be very important. Yeah. Um, for them to win. And then Greek uh, yeah. Stormers, your boys are back in action, hoping yes, to sir. improve that record against an, <laughs> a yet to win uh, Greek squad. So that's that's good. I mean, I'm sure. The boys will be looking strong. You said uh, you were talking to me earlier, saying the, they made five changes to their starting lineup: two, three in the forwards, two in the backs. I yeah, coaches said. weren't happy with that Bulls performance. If yeah. you can believe it, yeah. strangely <laughs> enough. And it's it's one of those things where the Stormers have uh, like big names on the team, right? So yeah. the co- it's, I think it's one of the situations where the coach is unhappy. He thinks some of his stars are getting a little comfortable with their names and their reputation. And I think he said that you know what, like your reputation is not enough to get you a starting spot on this squad. And he just replaced five people. I think three forwards, two backs. And uh, he said he was hoping to light a fire under their established stars, basically. Yeah. So 
Um, another Century Club shout out, Springbok prop, Steven Kitsoff. He's going to be playing his 100th Stormers man. cap. Why is it happening so yeah. often recently? Literally, feel like it was like oh. three last week, two this week. That's huge, man. It's a lot of, a lot of hundros. Yeah. Hundros. Is that a word? Hundreds. Um, but there's also the difference between like the Stormer, like the Super Rugby caps versus international yeah, caps. Yeah, for sure. Like, International's a Yeah, so. Right. And yeah. Greek Quad's still so, searching for their first win. But yeah, so definitely yeah, still so a that huge game, show. Yeah, who shows the green course? They're gonna get slapped. No offense. Yeah. That's my prediction. Yeah, it's an easy one. <laughs> I'll back. I'll back you on that this week. I'm not. There's no way I'm taking. Yeah, that. yeah. I don't want it. No, I'll to my name. One. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, then rounding out the Saturday at 12 p.m. So that green course stormers is gonna be at 9:30 a.m. Nice little morning game for you guys. And then on 12 p.m. Eastern time, we got Lions Afternoon. versus the Bulls. There you go. So, I mean, this this game shouldn't be interesting because the Bulls at the top, Lions are at the bottom of the table, and uh, the Lions should get absolutely slapped. Although, Lions are at home. There's always a chance for, you know, a bit of a home yeah. cr- home. I say home crowd. There's no travel. Crowd, you see your pitch. No you, travel. Yeah. You're, you're sick of losing. Free game doesn't change You hate the much, Bulls. So there you go. Hey, there's a good show. Yeah. There. And then watch so out. So that'd da- be an under. Danny's got to watch out for Thor <laughs> running around the pitch. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Dwayne Vermeulen <laughs> just obviously going to be taking names. So, um, player to watch if you're an eight man, a young eight man, watch how that guy carries himself. And uh, yeah, pretty. And then eat eat a pitch. steak after, right after. Yeah, <laughs> watch how he does it, and then go eat a steak. He is a beast. Yeah, they're they're literally calling him Thor. I'm I'm not gonna pretend I made that up. Like they are calling him. He's he is a beast when he gets on his hands on the ball. Man, he is immovable. Yeah. I think uh, I think it was even the Lions coach was like, man, when Dwayne Vermeulen gets his hands on the rock, you're gonna need 15 players to like remove him off. Like he's a big threat. Yeah. To watch turn over the game. ball. So yeah, absolutely. If you're a, what, if you're a forward, any any player on, just watch that guy. He's he's, uh, he's playing real special right now. But uh, yeah, let's take a quick look at the table. We've kind of mentioned some of the standings already. I just want to give you guys a bit of a feel. Um, so your top three, we got Bulls with 15 points. They're uh, three wins, one loss. And then the Cheetahs and Sharks rounding out two and three. They both uh, played three games and are two and one. Uh, the Sharks are two and one, and the Cheetahs are two. They got that draw, yeah. They got the draw. So they, they're ahead with 11 points. Sharks Along with nine with points. Lions, yeah. Lions also with nine points. Yeah. One, one, and two. But picking up bonus points, which is huge. Yeah, see, I, it's really like it's a it's a race of one and one and two right now because we've got fifteen and eleven. It's it's actually quite a close game. Like Bulls are on top, but they do have the extra game yeah. because from your from three to five, so Sharks, Lions, and Stormers, like Sharks have nine points, Lions have nine points, Stormers have eight points. Yeah, so it is tight. It is tight, and it's interesting oh that's why because the stormers haven't played i was thinking how are the lines ahead of the stormers but the stormers are a game behind them yeah because the lines right now are one game one more one game playing and two losses yeah just so like they've the got points. one win one draw and two losses and they've only got they got nine points so the stormers this week like once it evens out like once the lines get there by um should be fine yeah so yeah and then uh bottom of the pack you got the greek was and the pumas both with five and two points. Pumas with five. Grinquist at the bottom with two. And that's it. That's Super Rugby Unlocked. Yep. Uh, exciting games. Yeah, for sure. Friday and Saturday. One on Friday, two on Saturday. Um, it's going to be a good one. Yep. Big time. I am certainly pumped. I think the Pumas were on the bye. Yeah, Pumas have a bye this week. There we go. So, 
It is what it is. Let's move to Europe, bro. Yep. Three Six Nations games. We saw Wales and Scotland. Big game for the Scots. Uh, I know they had a pretty losing record when playing Principality in Wales. So it was 14 losses. 14 straight losses they put to an end that's to insane. Wales. That's insane. That's huge. And they scored 14 yeah. points. So good for them. It was a tight one. Uh, big defensive game. Um, back and forth for sure. Um, and dude, kudos to Scotland, man. Obviously a tight defensive battle, but taking blows to a couple key players. Saw Finn Russell go up pretty early, like the 30th minute. Did his groin or his hammy or something in that uh, in that area. And then Hastings had to come on at 22. He was also class. But he, uh, I wish he was a Glasgow boy. But um, then he ended up taking a knock. They thought it was head. I don't know if he went for an HIA or not. But uh, yeah, and then so he's out with a shoulder injury. I love that, man. So it's so classical in rugby. Like guy takes a knock. I remember, I remember uh, one of my teammates took a knock this year. Like <laughs> I had knock for sure. And our trainer came on. Yeah. Our trainer came on. She's like, you good? What is it? And he's like holding his shoulder. Like <laughs> my shoulder. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> funny. It's, and I don't know. Maybe it is his shoulder, but it also could be um, the, uh, the staff just, just, uh, classifying it as that because you know man critics and the media and they get in there with a head injury they they do anything they can to get something right they're up right up in your nose oh, trying, yeah. trying to get you to say oh yeah he took a knock he's experienced concussion as soon as you say the c word like you're in trouble man the and then they, they, yeah. they criticize you for not doing proper protocol so who knows what it is but we're hoping for the best of those guys although they both will be ruled out or potentially ruled out for uh eight nations to starting up um next week so yeah, but yeah, big one for Scotland, man. Big shout there. Yeah, no, good to that. Like, that's gonna feel good. Your first win in how, fourteen like times, fourteen straight games losing. But yeah, move on to Italy against England. Yep. Yeah, not too England impressive of a 34 game. To five. Yeah, England obviously taking it tight one and a half though. It was only ten five at half. I was thinking about putting some money on Italy. No, I'm kidding. I would never do. That. Oh yeah. No. Oh uh, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> Yeah, I was just yeah, they just it was much closer. You almost than have me there for a second. I'm not gonna lie to you. You almost have me. Yeah, for a second. no, I was come like, on. <laughs> but yeah, a lot closer than Eddie Jones would have liked it. But fucking probably drilled him in the change room a little bit, and they sorted out and started to uh, turn the clock and yeah. run away with I it. Mean, there's so many games that are tied at half. It shows it you is, what dude. Yeah, should, you know. Well, because everyone comes out and it's it's less possession. It's more kicking, guys. Like you have, you have tactics that you're trying right away, right? To see where you're going to get that edge. So both sides will come out and, and throw everything at each other. And it's a lot of, um, I don't know, I guess just tactical, technical shit to start for the first 20 minutes at yeah. least. Right. So guys don't really get to, um, test that or find those weaknesses for a little bit. And then once they do, they say, okay, this is what's working. And then they take it to a, but yeah, man, like uh, the money's in the adjustments, right? Like halftime, like you're saying, like we figure it out. We, we poke and prod, see what they're doing, see what we're doing that's not working, see what we think we will work against what they're doing. And the coaches be like, okay, this is where they suck. This is where we suck. This is where they're going to attack us. This is where we're going to attack them. Yeah. Boom, second half. And that's what it Run is. That's, that's pro rugby. And uh, yeah, so I think like we see a lot of games close at half. I wouldn't let that sway anyone's bets, but yeah, especially not against England with Italy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, so we're excited to see that um, eight nations kick off. Uh, other than that, France and Ireland played, and that was like the test of the weekend, man. Everyone was waiting for that one. It was your four o'clock test. Um, so yeah, it did not disappoint. It did not disappoint, man. It was a good, 
It was a good tight clash. Two strong sides, both throwing everything they had at it. Because going to the weekend, man, there was three teams that could have won Six Nations, um, including those two, France and Ireland. They were mm. Ireland's a top with fourteen points, and France and England had thirteen. So it was coming down to points for points against, as well as um, bonus points picked up. So mm. I mean, France came out firing. They would have needed. They had the head-to-head against singles. I don't know how it worked out, but they would have needed. Oh, they got the four bonus points. So I think it came down to points four points against. It must have. When I looked at the table, that was the only thing that England had them on. So, But either way, dude, France came out. They looked good. Smashing. Um, so, yeah, like just a bit too much for Ireland. There was uh, Johnny Sachs was pissed off and there's taking some heat from the critics. He got pulled at like a 60th minute when it was pretty critical. Um, but, I mean, yeah. They were just looking for a different adjustment, different edge. And maybe they thought uh, – yeah, I don't know what came on for him, but they thought they could make something happen a different I mean, way. As a, I think as a competitor, you're always pissed when you 100%. get subbed. Like, no always hate getting, come off, always hate getting subbed. Oh no, no especially in a tight game. Especially in a tight, yeah, no, especially <laughs> in a tight out, game. Take like, the words out of your mouth, there, mate. Yeah, literally. Because yeah, can all relate. If you're to getting it. slapped, all you want to do is go home. And if you're slapping, then you come out. You're like, ah, like let the boys come in and like you know, yeah. that's that's a bit of like a. Well, that pumps your tires, I think, if you're slapping a team and you get taken out. Yeah. You're like, okay, I'll rest like now. I feel like. Especially if you yeah. already had a game. I go, okay, yeah. Did my job. Yeah. It's like with Caleb Clark uh, getting told, oh, you need to you need to rest. I do, okay. <laughs> you know what? I'll run waters this week. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that runs up our uh, situations yeah. there. So domestically. So, yeah. Um, I always start with the Prem. Yeah. Uh, Premiership, all those boys are back to training. Obviously, all the big dogs will be all pretty much everywhere in Europe. All your big dogs are with your international squad. Um, so, yeah, they're in training camp, in the gym, getting fit. Quick turnaround. So, yeah, season kicks off the 20th, so the weekend of the 20th. Um, bunch of games. All the teams are in action. So, that'll be good to see. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm here for it, man. Yeah. Um, I think it's, uh, there's some – I think it was Leicester had some – COVID tests. Tigers, uh, yeah. It's tough, man. Oh, you just got to talk about that. It's just got to, can't even be a downer anymore. It's just that shit's going to happen. It's where we're at. Yeah, you just got to kind of roll with the punches, man. And medical teams and everyone, the yeah. staff's doing everything they can. So um, it's life, dude. It's happening everywhere. Just, so yeah, we just got to, we got to learn to live with it. But yeah. they'll, they'll be fine. Deal with I mean, responsibly. I can't, it's kicking off so soon, man. That's so fun. Quick turnaround, dude. Yeah, but yeah, I'm here for it. All right, let's let's run through Pro 14 and uh, Top 14. Why don't we? Yeah, so Pro 14 results. We'll go day for day, Just Danny. Quick fire Saturday, yeah, yeah. the Connick Benton game is a one o'clock game. Got postponed. I th- I don't know what it was due to. I think it was either weather or COVID. I think I saw something, but I'm not entirely sure. Anyway, anyway, moving on. Sunday we got uh, two games. Dra- uh, Dragons uh, lost to Munster, 28 to 16. Uh, Scarlets also lost to Edinburgh in a close one. Yeah, Edinburgh got six. Scarlets got three points. That's a kicking be a boring battle. Eighty minutes. Kicking battle, man. Yeah, that that's a, probably that's some a boring tough, eighty probably minutes. Probably some tough weather in, in Scotland or something. I don't know. Yeah, and this, it's yeah. like a it's like sitting down for a soccer game. Yeah, yeah having it scored. I've seen, one, yeah, I've seen higher. No zero zero higher football <laughs> matches. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Three games on Monday. A couple more exciting ones. Uh. Ulster top Cardiff again in a low scoring game, eleven to seven. So um, yeah, another big defensive game. Um, Zebra over the Ospreys, good for them because they're they've been struggling a little bit. Um, 
Like they're, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're bottom of the board and the Ospreys are. They're at the bottom are, of the yeah. Commons, yeah. Yeah. So, and then um, the Warriors, well, Leinster, Leinster uh, hosted the Warriors and they, they took it to them pretty good. 32-19. And Leinster's class, man. Yeah. They're the Saracens of, of uh, the Pro 14. Like they, they have so much depth. It's, it's stupid. It comes down to money, I guess. Yeah. And, and they just develop guys well, just like the Saracens have too. They're- it's they're like, undefeated right now too. They're yeah. they're rolling, dude. It's they're well. Think rolling. about it, man. Remember in prep of the World Cup last year? I don't know if, don't know if you were at the game at at uh, Tim Horton Field, Ticat Stadium, and Leinster played Canada. It was like a fucking third string, second string Leinster side, um, <laughs> and we knew this because I Killian shout out O'Brien. He's our he was our twelve. He was uh, did an exchange for two years here. Um, just graduated this year, but he's a huge Leinster fan. Um, obviously from Ireland. And uh, so, yeah, it was good. Like, little rival team. They had a bunch of Leinster boys, a bunch of Canada guys. But it was a close game. It was a good game. But either way, even their – even say if it was their A side, they still slapped our, our national team. But that's whatever, man. It's, I'm not knocking Canada. Still love the program, love the guys. But just shows how class um, Leinster and, and that program and is. And yeah, I further – to give you some perspective on Leinster in this league, man, their point differential – like, they're 4-0, like I just said – their points differential is 110 points, okay? Their next closest point differential, like points, like four, is Munster, and they have 28. Oh, no, sorry, Ulster, who has 50, and then Munster has 28. Yeah. They're like double, like the next, you know what I mean? Like they are, that is how far ahead they are in their freaking conference right now. Yeah, it's nuts. Like it's just, that's class. Anyway, back at it again this week. We got uh, two games Saturday, 9 a.m., Benton versus Munster, and then at 11 o'clock, Dragons versus Connick. And then uh, Sunday, we've got the Ospreys against Leinster at 10 a.m., and then 12.15, on, also on Sunday, we have the Scarlets against Zebra. And then two games, same time on Monday, both afternoon games, 3.15. Ulster, uh, I think they're hosting Glasgow, and then Edinburgh and Cardiff Blues. So, again, man. Six games every weekend right now, rolling domestic leagues in Europe. So a lot of rugby watch, man. On that table, like yep. we just talked about, um, Munster with their four and zero and point difference. It's it's pretty it's pretty good. It's pretty insane. I mean, they're picking up bonus point wins yeah. in every game. They they played four games, picked up five points every game. So tough to compete yeah, with. Other 20. side, you got Munster as well. They're also class four and zero. Yeah, they're in the other conference though. Yeah, um, just seventeen. Yeah, so points, a conference so picked up. Two bonus points. Yeah. Because Conference A, we've got Leinster, Ulster, and the Ospreys rounding out the top three. Uh, Leinster and Ulster both undefeated with four wins. I think we're going, yeah, both weak. And then Conference B, we have Munster, Cardiff, and Connaught. Um, Rolling up the top three. Monsters also undefeated. Point difference of tw- plus 28. Yeah. Which I said Leinster had 110. But anyway. Uh, and then Cardiff, they've won two, lost two. So it looks like a bit of a... Bit of a drop off there as far as quality, but you never know. They probably just had a harder schedule. Yeah. Um. But yeah, lots of rugby, man. Gonna be a lots of rugby. Let's move on to top fourteen then. How about yep. that? Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, top fourteen. We also had all sixteen or twelve teams in action with six games this past week. And unfortunately, that Friday game again. I don't know what this is going on with these Friday games, but Lynn versus Montpellier, um, was postponed as well. Um, unfortunately, yep. but all three games Saturday so went. Yeah, so Saturday we had uh, three games going. So first off, we had the <laughs> so we had Racing ninety two losing to Castres twenty eight to twenty six. Don't know why I did a lot of dyslexic there. 
And then uh, we had a slapping. Slapping. The Union Bordeaux bagels. The bagels. Uh, <laughs> smacked Asian 71 to 5. Yeah. That's insane. 71 to 5. That sucks for to be Asian. Um, and then Brieve uh, lost to the Claremont 43 to 21. Yeah. So that was Saturday. Couple high score and one. All, like fun games all around. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Nice High scoring, yeah, better than the Pro 14. They lost low score ones there. But uh, La Rochelle on Sunday um, took it to Palouse pretty good, 35 to 24. So beating them by more than 10, picking up a bonus point, two bonus points. So that's a big victory there. And then huge shout out as uh, State of France beat State Toulouse. Um, how the fuck you say it? I'm afraid you say it. Pardon my French. Uh, 48-14 <laughs> with a huge shout out to our Canadian boy, Will Priscillier, scores his first pro try uh, for France. Um, to help them pass uh, uh, the France. Yeah, so big one there. Big shout out there. Danny and I were talking. We're going to reach out to him, try to have him on a pod potentially. So uh, expand over to France. But uh, yeah, man, that's your weekly roundup in the top 14. Shout out Priscilla. Guy's a young stud. I know my roommate Stevie played with him, U20. Yeah. Guy's uh, he's class, really good skills. I mean, he's telling me a story one time. They're just like warm up for practice one time, and Stevie's just like in the 10 spot catching balls for him as he was just zipping them warm it was pass and he said guy fucking threw probably 150 passes off each arm at him just destroyed steve's hands just from catching a well grip ball <laughs> he's like it was insane yeah uh, man i upcoming we got uh on friday so tomorrow <laughs> when you guys read listen to this you'll have a three o'clock game Toulon versus breathe and then four games saturday yeah, four games Saturday, 9.15 a.m. Eastern time. We got Stad Toulouson versus the Castres. Uh, three 12 o'clock games at 12.15 p.m. We got Racing 92 vs. Uh, Pal- Section Palois. Uh, Union Bagels against Bayonne. <laughs> and Montpellier against Stade de France. So much fun just butchering these names weekly, eh? Eventually, I I can, eventually yeah. we're gonna have to be told how to pronounce them. Man, I'll even like watch highlights or watch games. And I'll hear pronunciation. I'll be like, "Oh, that's easy." And then I'll look at it yeah. and I'll, and I'll like, come oh, let me sound this out in English. And then I had to say yeah. Union Bordeaux Bagels, and I'm like, "Okay, that can't." Be right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, holy, smoke. like that can't be right. God, no, something's right. not. Yeah. Anyway, so maybe yeah, we should grade, just start spelling them like we hear them. My grade nine a better here. French is gonna get me. Uh, yeah, too far. Anyway, then Sunday we got yeah. two games, 1 p.m. Eastern kicking off. We have Agen versus Lynn. And then 3 o'clock we have La Rochelle versus Claremont um, at 3 p.m. Yeah. And that'll uh, round out your weekend games for the top 14. And then let's a quick look at the table. Yeah. Um. Okay, so top three. So first in first place right now, I think they've got – most have five, played yeah. six. Some have played seven games so far. Some yeah. actually only played five. But that's where we're about. So Claremont – uh, over Claire, I was gonna call them Claremont. They are at the top of the table with five wins, one lost, 23 points. Um, La Rochelle's in second with 22 points, they're also five and one. And then Stade Toulouson is four and three. They've played seven games, so they're probably not going to maintain in third for long. I think they've just had the extra game, game at hand, um, yeah. but then <laughs> yeah, so just we'll quickly find Stade de France. Shout out to our boy again. They're in sixth right now. They've played six times. games. One, they're three and three. So, I mean, yeah. not pretty good. It's not a losing record. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Pretty good. And then rounding at the bottom, we got a Asian Castres and Breve in the bottom three. Yeah. So 
Ajin only has one point and a point difference of negative 156. So <laughs> that's that sucks. Uh, getting slapped 71 to five doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, so anyway, that is that's your, uh, that's your weekly roundup. Around and this sun. is where I normally say, uh, look forward to our next guest, but alas, today it's just us. Yep. So, yup. <laughs> Anyways, we appreciate the ghost support as always, guys, and uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram. And uh, yep. yeah, All I think that's kind man. of it. For All sure, we're support. gonna have some exciting guests in the future, folks. So stay tuned. Dan and I are just banging some school and uh, and continuing to follow our passion and watch the sport and and keep you guys updated we got there's 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 big news coming all around for the misfits for the rugby room um a lot of different things in the making so stay tuned follow it that subscribe and uh like yeah, we said a lot maybe of things cooking in the kitchen yeah give us some feedback whether it's on pronunciation or uh anything else really love to hear from you guys yeah absolutely all right guys take care see we'll week. see you uh in episode 10 episode yeah. 10